Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Now, it's Chris Harrington on the Grizzlies, Memphis, and more on 92.9's Jeff Calkins Show, presented by Church Health, caring for people all around us. Give today at churchhealth.org. Chris Harrington joins us now. Chris? What are we listening to? Good old letter kick in there. Um, I'd forgotten what I said. This has a sort of the long instrumental part before it really gets going. But that's uh, Portland, Oregon by Loretta Lynn featuring Jack Black. Sorry, Jack White. Um, since the Grizzlies are in Portland and Loretta, we lost Loretta recently, had to, had to pull that out again. When did you go to Portland? You went to Portland recently, didn't you? Uh, yeah, the summer sometime. How was it? Uh, I, we, we liked Portland quite a bit. I mean, the downtown was a little rough, the parts where we were. Right. I had heard it had gotten rough during COVID and hadn't really bounced back. But out in the neighborhoods, um, both um, East Portland, Hawthorne area, which is a little bit more like hipstery, I guess. And then you go a little bit west, more of the Garden District stuff, which is a little, you know, nicer upscale. Both really really nice neighborhoods uh, to knock around in. And so we really like that. And we really like the, um, at this point, I hope I'm not mis- misremembering what things are called, but next to the Columbia River Valley, right. yeah. where all the, all the waterfalls are. Fantastic. Um, yeah. that was, Beautiful. That was great. Yeah. All right. And uh, and surprisingly, uh, perky team here at 5-1. and one. No Dame Lillard. He's got a strained calf uh, and will be reevaluated in one or two weeks. But Anthony Simons is going off. Nurkic is still good. What do you make of uh, the Portland Trailblazers? Yeah, it feels, I mean, they're definitely a little bit better than I expected to this point. Uh, I think, you know, Lillard, he, although he will not play tonight, has looked more like the old Lillard. I think there was a, there's a legitimate question, you know, his, his age, his size coming off the injury, if he was going to get back to what he was and returns, you know, prior to this current injury, we're pretty good on that. And, they sort of, uh, you know, endeavored to add a little bit more athleticism and defense around him, um, at least in the front court, than they've had in the past. And and uh, that seems to be paying off pretty well in terms of adding Jeremy Grant and Josh Hart and some of these kind of guys. And so, you know, in some ways, Lillard Simons is very similar to Lillard McCollum in terms of like this good shooting backcourt. Right. But they were just, but they're pretty bad defensively, and that team never had enough defense around them. And maybe they've sort of found a better balance this season. We'll see. Um, 
Drew asked me yesterday, he's filling in for Gary Parrish, he asked me if this is, I don't remember the game last year that sparked the team meeting and the introspection and all of that. Uh, but there was, there was something, there was one of those things. It, it was a big loss in Minnesota and it was, then they went to Utah and it was after the loss in Minnesota. But I, I'm, I'm a little wary of those stories. Those are good stories, but I right. think it's hard to know how real that stuff is if you're not inside. Right. Well, and then he, so he asked me if this feels like that kind of a game and that kind of a moment and whatever else. And it just struck me. No, because this is really a, who do you got? who's available issue as opposed to how are we playing together? Are we being committed to the right things, et cetera? Even if you believe those stories, I don't know. Does this, does it feel like just another regular season no, game? No, or I, is th- this I, think, that's over, I, I yeah. think that's overreaction. The, that, the thing that last year, that was like two or three weeks deeper into the season. Than right. this. And it was in the face of less injury, you know, roster issue stuff than this. So I think that was a somewhat different moment than this. I think this was a, man, we've really got to be better defensively. Like, even with what we have, we have to be better defensively. I think right. that, I think that, that, that is a real acknowledgement. And other than that, it's like we got to get our guys. Uh, and so I, I think it's, you know, they're four and three. We're talking about a team with a winning record. Oh, yes, right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so Without the guys, so I, yes, right. Yeah. Right. And so I don't think we're anywhere close to that kind of moment. Right. I'm sure there's frustration about, about their defense and taking those back to back losses in Utah. But this is not this is not some I don't think I don't feel like this is an inflection point in a season. No. Uh injury list, let's see. Bain, Adams, Laravia, questionable. Uh Brandon Clark was not on their injury list, so that's good news. Um I don't know. I guess we hope they play. We hope they play. We hope they're healthy. But it, honestly, if they lose this game or win this game, it's it, better that they win it. But it's not particularly significant in the grand scheme either way, right? I mean, it's just it's one game. I, and, I, don't, yeah. I, don't, I don't think so. I mean, if they go in there and lose by 25 right. without Dame coming off what just happened in Utah, then maybe we're starting to get to that point. But it, to me, it's not, it's not a loss doesn't do it. It's like, you know, your defense gets blown out of the building again. It's that kind of thing. Um, are they now dead last defensively in defensive rating? Uh, you know, those things change every day. Yeah. I have not looked today, but, but yesterday they were, and they, yeah. have, they have not played again since. So their, their yeah, first our individual defensive rating has not changed. 119.5 points per 100 possessions. So uh, last year with Jaron, when he played, 106 rating. Uh, and so there you go. Um, all right. Uh, onward to the big news from yesterday. Steve Nash gone. Uh, Udoka seemingly on the way in. Let's take those things separately first. You never were persuaded, and you'd said it m- multiple times on this show, you were never persuaded Steve Nash was a good coach. I never saw any evidence of that, though. No. And certainly there was no prior evidence of that. You know, this was his first job. He had not, you know, he had been some kind of consultant. He had not even been an assistant coach. I mean, this is not unusual for star point guards to step into jobs. You know, Jason Kidd did and Chauncey Belts did and others have. Um, so, like, if you're a great NBA point guard, you, you can sometimes find your way into a head coaching job with a lot of, without a lot of experience. But I never saw much evidence. I never saw much fingerprints that suggested he was doing much with it. And it was just a weird situation all around because it seemed like he was Kevin Durant's handpicked guy. And it was Kevin Durant's like, you get this guy out of here this summer. And so it just never, it never felt like it was his team, like at any point, really. Um, I did like, um, 
I, I, I liked, um, I think it was Lowe on ESPN, who, who was going through, it's just been a total circus. The number of things that have happened um, in Brooklyn, it's just totally insane. Starting with um, Kyrie not, not getting vaccinated, and then Kyrie wanting to be traded, and, or wanting a new contract that he didn't get, and then KD wanting to be traded and not getting traded, and then wanting Steve Nash to be fired. And now we have uh, the, uh, the, the uh, Kyrie anti-Semitism. He's recommending a book and film that are filled with anti-Semitic. Like it's one thing after, oh, Ben Simmons on top of it. Ben Simmons, they acquire Ben Simmons. He can't play. I, I, it's hard to imagine any coach could have done well at this. Um, what do you make of? And then they add another soap opera, which may not matter in uh, in Udoka, who they apparently are hiring as head coach. Your thoughts? Yeah, to me, it. I mean, this is not apparently not where they're doing, at least not initially. But to me, it's a burn it down type situation. Just like burn it down to ashes and start over again is what I, I mean. That, that's what that's what I would do with the whole thing. The Adoka thing is, I mean, it's sort of mordantly funny in the sense that, like, really, this is what we're doing on top of everything else. Like, I saw somebody I follow on Twitter joke like they should just go out and sign Josh Primo and Miles Bridges while they're at it. I mean, what are, what, what, what are we doing here? Well, they obviously so, aren't. They obviously aren't. Like, you don't sign Udoka. You don't hire him in a burn it down situation. You hire him because no, like, no, that this, yeah. this is an attempt to save it. Is this is like a, we're going to get a coach who can reach these guys is what they're trying to do, and we'll hundred percent. I mean, there are there are you know Doka, another you know former NBA player, has not been a coach, was not a head coach that long, but you can see fingerprints of good coaching from him. And so whatever the off court issues are, like he has demonstrated good coaching ability. Well, and you could argue that. The off-court stuff was a, 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 evidently a consensual relationship that made it impossible for him to continue in in his role in Boston because it was with another team employee's uh, wife uh, or whatever. Uh, reports is that it was an initially consensual right, relationship, yeah. but doesn't ma- yeah, yeah yeah that doesn't make it it does not disqualify him from coaching somewhere else except for the mere hilarity. No, hilar- of someone, what would burning it down look like, though? The problem with burning it down is that I don't know what their draft pick situation is anymore. Well, but you've got Kevin Durant. You know, you got Kevin Durant. It's awfully hard to say I'm going to get rid of Kevin Durant. You know, in well, New York, they had a chance to do it this They had a chance to do it this summer, and they didn't do it. I mean, they they would have been selling low this past summer, but now they're going to have to sell lower. And so, like, if they could have gotten you know Aitman Bridges out of Phoenix which apparently, you know, they could have gotten, but they wanted even more. Like, I, if you could go back in time and get those two guys out of Phoenix and get, you know, move off of Kyrie Irving and get a first-round pick from the Lakers, and like, I, I think if you could get in the time machine and go back, back and I, don't do know, that. Yeah. I don't know whether they would, but I would, certainly if I were them. Well, particularly with the Kyrie stuff, and here's the truth. You could say, well, we didn't know he was going to, you know, do the sand. He's Kyrie. He's going to do something stupid, like we something, you know, Idiotic, and so you just unburden. Yeah, go ahead. This is a dude. This is a dude who was talking about how the Earth was flat like three years ago. Right. Like literally, he was a flat earther. I mean, I so yeah. And so I, I just you know I, I don't know. I, I I think at some point this is going to get burned down. Um, it, I don't think Kyrie will be on this team next year. Certainly, 
Um, and so, you know, we'll see what they can do. But I, I also, I don't think the team is good enough. I don't think the roster is good enough beyond Durant and Irving to be a top-tier team in the East, even if you get everything on, back on track. Um, you were intrigued by Ben Simmons with this collection of players because he could do the things he does well and wouldn't have to do the things he does badly. It has not gone well even within that context. Why? Well, the, you don't have that context because he's, he hasn't been able to do the things he does well. I, I don't know what – he is not the same player he was, you know, four or five years ago in Philly. He is not the same level of explosive. I mean, the, he's not a guy who's grabbing the ball off the rim defensively and just locomotive to the other end of the floor. I mean, he, you know, 6'10", right. like running the break, like athletic Magic Johnson. Like that, he has not, not been that. I don't know whether it's the back or whatever, you know, whatever it is. And maybe he can get back to it. He's been off so long. But he has not been the same player. It's not like you took the player who they had in Philly right. who made an all-NBA team and put him on this roster. That He has not been that player. Yeah. Um, so, okay, so a new opportunity for the Grizzlies to go get Kevin Durant. Is that what you're saying? Um, I mean, <laughs> could be. I, I have a hard time, you know, even as a theoretical matter, the way they've, you know, they've extended stuff and the way they've done things. It's a little bit harder to put together now. But, you know, in theory, yeah. I, you know, if, they, if, they, if, if we restarted the whole thing from this summer, like, I'm sure the Grizzlies would be among the teams that got speculated about, sure. Charles Barkley, among others, have said that the NBA dropped the ball by not suspending Kyrie after uh, he, and, and again, to, to, to help, he, he tweeted about and, and really in that way endorsed a book and a movie that are both filled with anti-Semitic crap. Um, so do you think, A, not, not even in this instance, but just anyone, like what is the role of the NBA in that circumstance, should they be stepping in and suspending people for saying things that are, it is hate speech. It is hate speech. Like it's hate speech. What, 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 what does a, what does a, uh, a league do in that well, circumstance? Well, I mean, the, the, the thing, I mean, the thing that he, you know, promoted or referenced might be hate speech. It's his promotion or reference of it. Hates. I mean, right. that gets into really, into legal corners that I, I can't tell you I can fully explicate. So I, I don't, I mean, I, my disapproval is, 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 is like stark, but in terms of what you could actually do, I mean, it is a complicated situation. I think it's complicated. Uh, um, it, it, you know, in terms of, you know, I don't know, in terms of employment law or in terms of whatever, it's just not a typical situation. It, it is less an action than an expression. And so, you know, expressing things you find, you know, distasteful or even abhorrent, what is the what is the actual you know recourse in your work environment for that? I, I don't I can't pretend like I I can pound the table and say this is definitively what should happen. I don't really know about that. Are you, by the way, having any um, problems with League Pass? I got I've gotten some emails from people. It's sort of interesting the way we consume sports now. And there's the ballet stuff that people complain about or whatnot. I know you do the League Pass. Are you having? I, I I got an email from a guy who said there's the buffering system and it's delayed and whatever. Have you had any league pass issues this so, year? So I I am so this is sort of, this sort of uh, matches up with the conversation we had recently. We were asking me about my stereo system and I'm like I still got the <laughs> wires going up to the attic from, from right. 15 years ago. Like I'm the last dude to not get wireless speakers or whatever. It is so hard for me to do new technology. I just don't have the energy to try to figure it out. 
that I like I have League Pass and I could probably do it. I could go on the Roku and do the League Pass, you know, app on the Roku channel or whatever on the yeah. Roku TV with all the other streaming things. But I still have cable and I buy my League Pass through cable. On cable. And so I when I watch League Pass, I just go to channel, you know, twenty one twenty or whatever and I have no problems with it. What I have problems with it if I were trying to do it on my laptop or like on like the streaming service channel next to my HBO Max, maybe, but I just I still have it just on a normal TV, and so that's how I watch stuff. All right, thank you, Chris. Appreciate it. Thanks, Chris Harrington from the Daily Memphian. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with a vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places.